I'm Alex Trepchinski. I'm Angie Check. I'm Barbara Stewart. I'm Ben Joseph Stewart. I'm Bliss Young. I'm Marin Green. I'm Natasha Kingsbury. I am Dr. Jacob Egbert. I'm Sarah Gustafson. I'm Valerie Jacobson. And this is the Holistic OBGYN Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is a very special mini episode of the Holistic OBGYN Podcast. And um, the reason it's special is very, very short and sweet. I brought on my friend Jason Leister, who's been on the show before, but I really wanted to have a concise reference for people to understand more a little bit about a private membership association. The basics, you know, we're going to talk about, uh, Jason's going to answer this, but if you're, if you're curious about why my company is called Beloved Holistics PCA, it's because I have a private contractors association, and it's also known as a private membership association. And when um, you consider if you wanted somebody to mow your lawn, you can go to somebody who knows how to cut grass. And you've seen them do great work before. And you can, you can say, hey, listen, my friend, I will pay you $15 to cut my grass. And they may agree and say, you got it, man. I'll be there tomorrow. And they come and they cut your grass. And it's a done deal. Simple as that. There's no authority figure, whether it's our religions or our politicians or our mom and dad. There's nobody there that's actually saying this is a good thing to do, or you can do that on the, on this condition, or I give you permission through a licensing procedure for you, Mr. Grasscutter, to cut this man's lawn. So there's none of those other those other forces at play. There is an agreement between me, the consumer, and the guy with the the the, the lawnmower, who's the service provider, and we engage in a private contract. So what does that mean? It means that both parties are entering this contract through free will, understanding what the contract entails and what's expected of them. And that's the end of it. If one person, me, let's say, fails to provide payment or the uh, individual fails to provide the service, then we need to have a way of fixing that. And generally speaking, what people do is they say, I'm going to sue you. And they go into the public domain for a random spackling of our society called a jury to determine if there was a crime committed. And then there's a person called a judge who will sort of take that judgment and will impose a sentence or a fine or whatever. So that's the public side. On the private side, if something were to happen between me and Mr. Lawnmower Man, we would settle it privately or through an ecclesiastical court, for example, which is what FreedomWorks PCA provides. So if you want a little bit more information about this, you can check out Jason's website at freedomworkspca.org. They help people set up private associations. But before you do that, I want you to really think about what does freedom, personal responsibility mean to you? To me, taking personal responsibility is a form of power. Because if it's on me to make the decision, you know, and I can get information, I can get advice from the experts, the people that I trust. But I take that information and I make a decision for myself. And then whether it was a good or bad decision is only going to known later, be known later. And then I have to sit with that decision. But there's power in that. And I think far too often in our society, we've given away our power or it's been wrested from us with our consent. And we haven't been thoughtful about what would it have meant if I had just been willing to make the decision and stand in my decision 
and then live with the consequences, again, good or bad. And in birth work, this is critically important because when you get pregnant, there is no guarantee that you or your baby are going to make it through this. There's a good chance that will without any intervention, of course. But many people go to the doctor because they see the doctor as the savior, right? To, to save them of the fear and taking personal responsibility for the fact that they are the pregnant person and the baby inside of them is growing and being influenced by the environment inside the uterus and within the mother's physical and energetic bodies. So at FreedomWorks PCA, Jason provides an avenue for people to exercise personal responsibility and freedom. The contrast of that within the system is that the system really ignores the sacred sovereignty of each mom in order to decide what is best for her child, and it sharply criticizes those who attempt to claim their power over those decisions. And that's, that's vitally important to understand. So please enjoy this short conversation with Jason Leister of FreedomWorks PCA. Both he and I are open to questions, comments, concerns. Please just reach out if you have any questions. Here's Jason Leister. I think the simplest way to think about it is that it is an organization that rather than serving normal people out in the normal world, serves only its members or those who have entered into this private agreement agreement that you called contract. So a private contract association is kind of like this little world that exists outside of the normal world that runs by a different set of rules and that is not bound to the rules of the normal world. So given that, what are some of the advantages for both the practitioner and for a, let's say, a birthing person? I think someone who is going to have a baby who wants decisions made where the only influence on those decisions is between that person and those she wants to receive care from without the interference of any third parties, whether you know they exist or not, what that influence is or what happens or doesn't if that influence is ignored. The private contract association is, to my knowledge, the only place where that can happen without interference. Where all the parties involved can be confident that they're not going to be hassled. Meaning you and I have an agreement, I'm going to do this thing for you, and you're going to receive the service from me, and we are going to work out the kinks along the way, period, without that's anybody right. else and, saying how we, how we do that. And that's very different than the way it is in the normal world, especially with a licensed practitioner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because you don't know what, the, as the, the mother, you don't know what the terms of that license are. Right. You don't know if your practitioner follows them to the letter or does not and makes decisions based on who is actually in this situation. You just don't know the truth. Right. And so it's impossible to know how your decisions for your being and your child will be responded to or received. 
Right. It's sort of like whenever you, you reinstall an update on your iPhone and you click the terms and agreement, you, you click that little box. You don't read it because it's like a 700 pages long, with mini, mini text on your phone. But once you click that, you've now agreed that whatever was in that, that's the game that we're going to play. So to, to, to sort of put that in the space of people providing care for other people, it's sort of like once you go to your doctor within the conventional model or your midwife in the conventional model, you are clicking that, that box without really reading exactly what their license and the policies and procedures of these governing bodies are going to demand or expect of them. That's right. And in the, the normal world, that is largely invisible. And in the world of the private contract association or private membership association, there's still that agreement. It's just on the table and clear. Right. So what are some of the disadvantages of operating within a PCA for both, again, the, the practitioner and the person seeking care? Uh, practically speaking, the biggest disadvantage is whatever privileges might be granted to that licensed practitioner. There might be some that simply are not available. Should that licensed practitioner choose to do this work in a different vehicle? You know, and so depending on what your persuasion is and how much your mind says that you depend on these things, prescriptions, all that kind of stuff, that might not be, that is not something that kind of flows into the world of that PCA. So you should understand, I mean, you're, these are questions you're going to have to ask. There's no yeah. boilerplate answer to that. From the view of the other side of the table, the, the person who is receiving care, uh, it requires a more responsible person. Mm -hmm. There's this implied promise in the conventional model that if the practitioner does everything right, that there, there won't be problems. And not only is that kind of an immature, naive way to go through life, even though most of us do, mm -hmm. it kind of robs you of your power over yourself without you even thinking about it. So the disadvantage, I would say, is that this path requires a lot more responsibility on the part of both parties and for people to own the consequences of their choices, which is really the truth everywhere. Right. That's just not how it's painted for us. Yeah, I think that um, in, 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 you know, just having gotten to know you and Marin, I think that a really important a very salient point about this. And the reason I was drawn to it is that I've, since I was been, I've been little, I don't want somebody telling me what to do unless I'm about to step off the ledge and they give me a little tug on my shirt and they say, Hey, are you sure you want to do that? And then they give me the risks, benefits, alternatives to, to stepping off the ledge. And then I still have to take responsibility for whatever decision I make. And that may seem like a, an embellishment of decision-making, but it's, it's, it's apropos. I mean, this is exactly what I think many women are facing when they go to any midwife or doctor, um, especially within the private sector. This ultimately falls to you. It's my job as the practitioner to give you as much information and support as you need in order to make that decision that resonates with your intuition and your sense of responsibility. It should be how we all live our lives all the time. Right. But we outsource responsibility. Right. That's right. what we're trained to do. We have right. insurance and we have experts and we have all these people that take it off our shoulders. And that, while helpful, is also a slippery slope right. to granting your power to things you don't even understand. Right. What's important for a woman to know if they're contracting with a midwife or doctor who operates through a PCA that perhaps would be a little bit in conflict with their experience prior 
with the system at large, the medical industrial complex? Well, the medical industrial complex comes with its seal of approval mm. that allows someone, at least in their mind, to skip over due diligence. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it never occurred to me that growing up all those times when I went to the doctor, I was the customer. And it never occurred to my mother to say, maybe this doctor isn't right for me. Like the hierarchy was very well implanted in our brain and so if you're going to take that frame that mindset into this other world you're leaving a lot of opportunity unrealized i guess you could say yeah so due diligence do you like this person is there a connection like you don't have you know you will have trained people but their seal of approval from the system does not uh, relieve you of your duty to make sure your mind and heart agree with with what you feel and think as you're working with this person. Right. So it's like a heightened sense of self-responsibility that's required. And you just have to give up whatever conditioning you have that it might be weird to ask the questions you want to know the answers to because you think they're stupid or somebody might get offended. Like, all of these things that we've learned to do to kind of protect our ego, especially from the scorn of the expert class, you know, which which is a real thing sometimes. There are a lot of insecure people all over the place. Sure. And so in a PCA, like two adults have to show up, mm. mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and so for the mother, sometimes depending on you, that might require some work on yourself and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, I see the role of a practitioner as is very, very simple, and it's uh, it's not something that we we learn in school. It's something you have to sort of develop as you start working with people. But I see the role as very simple. It's my job, or a midwife's job, to provide risks, benefits, alternatives to any intervention, and then to support them in their, in, in their decision. And that comes with the caveat that I'm not using coercive language. I may rec make recommendations based on what I would do if they ask, but I'm not using coercive language to get them to do the thing that either the you know, big med, big pharma, the insurance companies, their religion or their political representatives expect them to make. And that is not that, that the freedom, the autonomy to make decisions pertaining to what happens to you, or let's say your, your growing baby is not for everybody. But if that resonates with you, the freedom to make decisions and have somebody like a midwife or a doctor who practices in the way I just described, support them in that way then a PCA may be a, 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 good, um, a good model for you. Yeah, I think it's also important that in terms of like emotional maturity as it relates to the truth. Mm. The truth is that you, no one, it doesn't matter expertise, training, there are no guarantees in this thing we call life. And to think that you giving up your power, meaning you, you say no when you mean yes, or vice versa, or you don't ask for what you want to someone else because you think that that will increase your chances of the reality in your future that you want manifesting. You know, these are things that like you, you want to work through before entering into something like this because no one controls that. And a lot of people aren't willing to say the truth about these things. And it's a huge benefit to have knowledgeable people caring for you. But just like you said, the responsibility has to be on your shoulders. 
because that's the only place where like your power is actually present in the environment. And like, that's what you need for this type of thing. Yeah. Nothing is guaranteed in life. It's on you to, to get as much information as you can to make the decision that feels right to you. Period. And that's not a bad thing. That's not like bad news. Right. That's like the best thing. Right. Right. Because when you get used to going through your life that way, it's a completely different experience. Amen. Amen. Jason, your website's freedomworkspca.org. People can find a lot more information there about your work in helping people form, properly form a private association. Is there anything else you want people to know just about this topic in general? Yeah, I think uh, going in this direction, when you are looking for solutions, there are a lot of choices. And education is like step one, because this isn't like ordering flavors of ice cream. You can't go to one provider and get vanilla and then walk down the street and necessarily get another cone of vanilla and have it taste the same. Mm. So just because people say PCA or PMA, what that means to to those groups can be very different things. Mm-hmm. So just take your time, you know, run away from like the silver bullet promises, you know, and just trust yourself. Like, you know, <laughs> There can be trust even with a lack of knowledge. Then you get that you you acquire the knowledge and the education, but that is never a substitute for like what your gut tells you. So just understand that these acronyms and words that people throw around don't always mean the same thing and really understand what you're getting into before you start walking. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Jason. I think this will be very, very helpful for people. Awesome. See, short and sweet. We're getting short and condensed and sweet here on the Holistic OBGYN podcast. Jason's website again is freedomworkspca.org, all spelled out. You can find so much information there about what this is. Um, There's a lot of misinformation about what private associations are. This is not a new technology. This is a thing that's been around for a very, very long time. But people have become so conditioned to just take what is given to them and to just play by the rules based on some statutory process, right? Our, what we call our legal system is, is not lawful necessarily, but it is legal. And we've just gotten so cozy with just collecting our money and paying into our 401k and preparing to retire and go sit in a nursing facility until we die. And that's not what this is about. So if this doesn't resonate with you, it may not be the right process for you. But whether you're a pregnant woman, partner of a pregnant woman, or you're a birth worker, or any other healthcare professional, health coach, check practitioner, midwife, doula, whatever, this is an option for you. And um, and there are people like me and Jason here to help you um, by answering questions or guiding you along the way. So Jason's website is freedomworkspca.org. My website's belovedholistics.com. You can submit questions to me through there. Of course, if you sign up for my collaborator program or you work one-on-one with me as my client, you are inevitably going to find that I have you sign paperwork that reflects my private association and the terms of that. And there's nothing fancy there. It's not like that 70-page agreement you don't even read when you click update my iOS on my on my MacBook, right? You don't read that, but, but the terms of agreement for a private association are similar. They say, hey, listen, this is how we're going to do things. It's me and you contracting privately something goes wrong, we will sort it out privately. We're not going to go to the public system. 
That's why I don't work with insurance companies. That's why I don't work with the, the medical industrial complex, because there's too many people there, um, including the hospital policies and procedures and the culture of various private medical practices that dictate how a doctor can care for you. And I don't want to do that. I want to care for you the way that I think you want to be cared for based on what I've gotten to know about you, but also based on my own experience. And um, of course, I lean on the guidelines, ACOG's guidelines of, uh, once in a while. Of course, I, I lean on the medical literature, but those are only a part of our engagement as a patient or a client and a doctor as we build a relationship. So belovedholistics.com, you can find everything there. I've got a newsletter. If you like the podcast, please leave a five-star review. It takes 15 seconds and it really helps other people find us. We are rising in the rankings and I am super stoked about that. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time on the Holistic Abidjan Podcast, everybody. Bye-bye.